All right, HVAC friends, so we're back. It's Evolution of an HVAC Business, Episode 7. And what we're going to talk about on this quick little mini is investing back into your business. Your business can't grow unless you put back into it. Now, obviously, you need money first. You got to get that cash flow generated. We've already talked about that. Once we generate the cash flow, right, we need to obviously pay ourselves, pay for our gas, insurance, everything that is considered overhead. We also have to invest back into our business so our business grows and stays on top of things. So let's talk about investing back into your business on this episode. And as always, these podcast episodes are sponsored by Jobber. And listen, if a customer needs a quote to do a professionally done quote letterhead, so simple to do. If the customer approves the quote, you turn it into a job. And then when the job is done, you turn it into an invoice and they put their credit card information in and it's accepted. If it's accepted, the credit card, it's good. Within like 10 to 15 seconds, everything is good. And then like the very next day, the money comes into your account through Jobber. So very, very easy, seamless process. And I'm using Jobber to help grow my business currently. So check them out. And if you're looking for a 14-day free trial or some discount stuff, we we got a a promo code that I'd like you to check out in the podcast notes. So here is a real-life scenario, perfectly laid out at why investing in your small business or any business, but especially when you're small to really take little bits of change and invest back into your business, how it makes you more efficient, how it makes you, uh, how it raises up your company and gets the job done faster, quicker. And a time is money, right? Time is money. So when I worked for my previous company, I spent many, many, many years being a service tech, right? In the first few years, yeah, I was doing some installations of uh, mini splits, uh, city multis, Liebert, stuff like that. So I had more a collection of install tools that were around back then, like 20 years ago, right? They weren't the greatest, but they were around. Now, when I when I started McCready HVAC, I didn't have all the, the right tools. So the first AC I did, residential AC I did, I had to, it was from scratch. So I had to get the hole drilled through the, the concrete or the brick. And I had my DeWalt drill, which had a hammer function on it. And I had some some masonry bits, like a couple two inch, two and a half inches, I think it was. And I had a hammer and a chisel, but that drill was not designed for the application of going through, you know what I mean, like six inches of of wall. It wasn't designed for it, so it was a heck of a time chiseling, the battery dying, it, it just wasn't. So my my next job, I said, you know what, for the next job. I'm going to invest into a proper hammer drill, a proper drill for getting through the wall and a proper bit for getting through the wall. Now, I went and I spent, I got I got the top of the line. I've always been a DeWalt guy. I know people in Milwaukee and whatever other tools, Makita, Hilti. And I've always been a DeWalt guy. Okay, so let's let's leave it at that. But I went out and I and I bought the best battery-powered, hammer drill there was for DeWalt, right? And it's a 60 amp. Um, and then I went out and got the longest one that I could find at, I just bought it from Home Depot, okay? It was a Milwaukee uh, cutting bit to get through concrete. It was two and a half inches. So I bought that one. It was the longer one. I don't remember the exact length of it, right? But I bought that and the next 
install I did, man, like we were through the wall in in a couple of minutes, right? And the battery was still at full charge. Okay, this is how battery tools have come come along, come a long way, right? So with the bit, the bit wasn't expensive. The bit was in Canadian dollars. We're talking like over $200 for the bit. The drill itself was around a thousand bucks. So I killed a large amount of profit from that install because I needed that tool. But without that tool, I'd be still using the the drill that's not really meant for going through a wall at two and a half inches um, in diameter and hammer and chiseling the old way. Okay. It's, it's not efficient. Okay. It's time consuming. It's aggravating. So investing back into your business, the right tools will make you more efficient. For instance, I am looking right now into a Viega press system for gas piping because how many times have, if, if you're an installer or, or if you've threaded pipe, how many times is <laughs> you got to go to the shop, you got to load it up. It's messy. It stinks. Um, just you, you can make a mess on a homeowner's driveway or in their, in their home. You got to bring drop cloths and make sure you clean it up and all the filings. How much easier would it be if most of your jobs can be done with press fittings on a gas job, especially if you're only doing a little bit, right? Instead of pulling out that big threader, you cut your pipe down and, and you press it in. So right now I'm looking into Viega press for gas piping for black iron piping. And that's probably going to be my next investment into my company, right? And there's many different things we, we can do here. Like we, we can look into our evacuation setup. So we can look into what torches we use, the vans we drive, um, the CRM tools we use. You need to get a good handle on your cash flow. Know how much you're paying. Know, know how much is coming in to your business. Know how much is going out. And then when you have that little extra bit, right? or if you can afford to lose profit on a certain job or particular job, let's find something that is going to elevate your game a little bit, right? You as a technician and your company as a whole, and and try to implement these things and invest back. Because if you don't invest back, you just stay still, stick with the, the current times and don't move forward, you are going to get left in the dust, right? I was... We, we have a, um, I've probably mentioned this lots of times on, on the podcast, but we have a, a trailer park that we go to, nice park on a lake, pool, kids have fun. We go up there almost every weekend in the summer, or we try to at least. And the little house that sits on the property, there is a, a guy putting in a furnace and um, I seen him running the gas pipe along and I'm like, oh, this is, this is up north. The guy's probably old school. But then I heard the press tool and he's pressing in his gas piping. So th- this is really taken off, um, and the tools are not cheap. Okay, the fittings are not as cheap as regular fittings, but it's the way of the future. You have to look at what's coming now. What's going to um, maybe put you ahead of your competition, or at least keep you on par with your competition? Because if you're not ahead, or at least on par, and you're one step behind, guess what? You're going to lose out on potential business. I've seen it a million times, right? Seen it a million times when people are not ahead of the game or at least on par with the game, you're going to lose out on business. So the moral of the story here is to not not be a hoarder of, of your cash flow if you have extra. You have to invest back into your business 
to grow it. If you don't invest back into your business, it's not going to grow 100%. So that's the message. This was a short one, guys. Get a little bit of cash flow coming in. Find what's going to make you more efficient and put some money into it. And trust me, over the course of time, it will pay for itself. I'm out. Happy HVACing.